Hi, you guys. It's Betsy Beers. I am the executive producer of Scandal. This is the official Scandal podcast, Scandal Revealed. Please remember that Scandal is on new next week. And don't forget, there's a live chat Q&A at 1 p.m. at abc.com and thehollywoodreporter.com. And that's also on Thursday, April 25th. And we have today one of my favorite people in the world, the lovely and talented Ms. Kate Burton. Hi. Kate looks lovely today. I'm simply going to say she looks lovely. Thank you. Um, She's wearing a lovely pair of pearl earrings, which are dangles, which are... Indian. Indian earrings. Yes, Indian earrings. India. So she's sort of clothes of all nations. Yes. Which is kind of nice, (laughs) which is good. She's wearing um, a lovely striped shirt with with a white collar and some very cool gray pants and some shoes that I may tackle her for on her way out. So she's looking incredibly good, and I was going to actually dress exactly like her, but I couldn't get the information as to what she was wearing, so I'm back to my later hosen, which I'm loving because it is a stuffy office, and they're cool, and you can they're breathable. I don't know if you guys knew that they're breathable, but they are. Chris, our producer, is looking at me like, once again, I have carrots growing out of my nose, and somebody should probably just put me out of my misery, but it's all, it's all good. It's all good. Thank you so much for coming. This is so I'm awesome so to do this. I'm so happy to be here. So as you guys all know, Kate Burton plays the slightly devious and always wonderful Sally Langston. Yes. Who I believe has some really good arguments for her position because I'm just going to say I think this whole administration is getting a little extremely crazed. Well, I think somebody referred to it as like I, Claudius or like (laughs) Caligula. It's like the Romans had nothing on us. No, I mean, it's, you know, it's so funny because it's always that thing of like whenever you're playing, shall we say the word bitchy character. I mean, it never, I I don't think I'm a bitch. I don't think she, I don't think you're a bitch either. I think she's got a lot of good points. I totally agree. And, you know, in truth... I mean, you know, so that's my whole take is when people go, you're so mean. And I'm like, to whom? I s- everything I say has a reason. But that's what's so great about So you know, don't, don't you think, I mean, you're, as far as I know, one of the only characters heretofore who hasn't killed someone. Correct. I have not murdered anybody. Who knows? There could be that man you shot in Reno just to watch him die that nobody's ever even talked I was, about. As, as we were doing our, our, you know, reading today, I thought, wow, I wonder, like, if I kill anybody in this. I know, really. And I'll find out later. But I also, I feel sort of like... Sally gets, it's a little bit like Melly. Sally gets a lot of crap because she's a very strong, opinionated, yes. you know, ambitious woman. Mm-hmm. And that's not a particularly popular thing. You know, the truth of it is, is that these Washington women, I mean, they didn't get where they get without, you know, creating a little ruckus along the way. And, you know, I've loved, I love, love, love doing all my scenes in Scandal, but I, I have to say particularly love my scenes with Melly because they are... It's extraordinary, these two Southern women. Yep. And it's how they navigate each other. And they have a similar sort of, there's a lot of politeness. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of decorum. Mm-hmm. And so that is deeply fun to play. And you know, as as you well know, Miss Bellamy you know, Young is actually from the South. And I am from New York City. So it's always fascinating for me. And I've learned a lot from her. She's helped me with my accent a few times. I think your accent, the funny thing is hit the ground running. And look, you are a... A major thespian. I mean, Kate That's started on stage um, only a few years ago because you, just a few, you are yeah. barely knee-high to a grasshopper, <laughs> you youthful thing. And so clearly you've had a lot of experience. But I remember actually the first time you came in for the table read, I've got to tell you guys, she came in southern accent blaring. And it was... <laughs> Really impressive because so much that's it's hard. It's actually hard to do it 
subtly and well. Right. I think it's people tend to go to like the deputy dog, like right. shocks, gow, all lee stuff. Yeah, right, right. Which is closer to the Hollis accent. Yeah, well, I was going to say, there is Hollis, however. And when I'm with him, that's hilarious because he gets, he's so Southern and then I get a little bit more, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, what's happening? The whole thing is a little bit We're like there's a hoedown. <laughs> exactly. And you're chasing, really, you're, you're, you're chasing roadrunners exactly. or something weird. Um, it's funny because Betty G at Gorbit 05 wants to know, do accents come easily to you or do you have to work at it? Some accents, most accents do come easily to me. This one, for some reason, did. I have a friend in New York who's from North Carolina, and I'm kind of, I realize without meaning to, I'm kind of emulating her. And certainly if I've been around, if I have a friend, mm-hmm. And I've been very comfortable doing, you know, a lot of American regionalisms and a lot of British accents because my family is all You grew from up Britain. with, yeah. Yeah, and I grew up with lots of British folk, folk standing around me. But my family is Welsh, and so Welsh comes very naturally to me. Irish does, but forget, we won't talk about Scottish. Scottish will not be a part of my repertoire. Yeah. The only thing that I ever listened to one time, I was doing a book on tape where I suddenly had to do a Scottish accent, and the only thing I had at home was Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> So Speaking I, of cartoon accents. There you go. And it was very helpful. That's interesting because some people, I think a lot of people think Irish and Scottish are the same. And then you oh, listen to it and so they could different. not be more and different. And in Ireland, there's all the different, oh. the north and the south. Yeah. It's completely different. So, and I played a lot of Irish girls. You, so you I actually, have, oh baby. She, she I, and I have uh, acted in Ireland, which was an extraordinary experience. But I was told by the Irish folk that my accent was like I literally am traveling around the, 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 the land of Ireland doing every single accent at the same time. Whereas to me, it sounds like just a generic Irish accent. They're sure. like, oh, no. You're, you're you actually, are actually all over the map. You're like going back and forth like a pinball. You're the, you're the combo plate of Irish culture. It's <laughs> like you're the man of Erin, all combined with Dublin. Yes, and, I know, and Dublin and Cork and the north, and it's too much. The good thing about all of that. That's <laughs> there you go. That's my northern part. Well, the good news for most of us is that we don't know the difference, see, because we're so excited. Well, see, in America, I'm fine. It's just in Ireland. In Ireland, it's a little bit. Little touch and go. Have you had to do, just out of curiosity, a French accent before? Because that's always struck me as the most easily Pepe Le Pew-ized. Well, I did grow up speaking French a little bit because I was born in French Switzerland. but So just in case we're not clear... Kate's clearly been everywhere, has spoken <laughs> every everywhere. language, and maybe a spy. <laughs> yeah, I'm but I don't saying. speak Spanish, by the way. <laughs> so she's not a Spanish spy. <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> although, yeah, no, no, I'm not. She's not. <laughs> Nothing she's to not, do with Spanish. No. no, but uh, my <laughs> first job. Go, I'm Spanish, too. Yeah. My first job ever on camera was one year out of drama school. I played a Swiss telephone operator <laughs> on a soap opera. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> and I said, what is, they said, do a Swiss accent. And I said, well, I think you're either French, German, or Italian. You know, because they, that's the three languages yeah. that they speak there. So I said, I will be dressed like a German with Lederhosen. Thank you very you much. Bring it all back. Bring it all back. And then I spoke in like a French accent. And it was totally, they were very happy with that. I'm sure they were because they got two for the price of one. They did. They got a excellent. very, very good value, I think. <laughs> Brace Face Gladiator uh-huh. at Impy Collins 98. Brace Face wants to know, is Sally coming back? <laughs> and we're looking at each other, staring at each other, saying, you know, you'll have to find out. You'll just have to find out. Let's that's just say it. Sally's sitting here talking to me. Yes. And I think that that's a good 
I'm still alive. She's still alive, and she managed As the to, actress. She, she managed to find her way to my office, which might be <laughs> which a hint. Was, I had to take my shoes off. She did have to take her shoes off. Too which, far to walk. By the way, she didn't know that if she took her <laughs> shoes off, I would steal them. Because I'm eyeballing, very comfortable. And I'm eyeballing her feet, and I'm thinking, might be a little bit smaller, but I could probably cram my, <laughs> my feet in there. <laughs> feeling, feeling a little bit of love. Speaking of Twitter accounts, you recently, we discovered that you, you were fake-a-sized. You're I'm not a, on Twitter, I'm, right? I'm not a Twitter. I'm not a tw I don't tweet. Well, you know, Scandal US at Scandal US wanted to know if you had a Twitter account, and I think we've all gotten our answers. America, if you have anything you want to tweet to Kate, tweet it through one of the Scandal sites that we yes. have. You can always tweet it to me, and then you know I probably won't answer because I still can't figure out how <laughs> to do that. Everybody here tweets so much, too. I know. I'm not. I just, it's, I, this whole thing is With lots I'm not on Facebook, nothing. No, I'm not on Facebook oh, either. No, no, no. No, life is too complicated already. I, I'm, I'm so it's so complicated. I can't even imagine no. adding to the complication. <laughs> One of my favorite things, obviously, is that not only do you have this long illustrious theater career, but of course you were in our favorite show ever too, along with Scandal, Grey's Anatomy. Yes. And as all fans know, um, Kate played Ellis Gray. Yes. Who went to the Great Beyond, I believe, in season three, but season has come back three. several times I've in different forms. Yes, I've come back in very. You my writing, you right, exactly. My ashes, flashback, I believe. We did a whole flashback right. sequence, which was really kind of amazing. Yes, and it was great watching you do that, and you were such a huge part of the development, the beginning of the show. And I still remember us trying to put you in the ugliest pair of pants in the history of America <laughs> in the pilot. So poor Kate is playing, you know, obviously a woman with Alzheimer's, <laughs> and. They, they, God bless the customer. We're shooting the pilot. I've never shot a TV pilot before, and Kate's had a lot more experience, clearly, than Sean and I have at this point. And very sweetly and, and politely, she comes up to me because I apparently look like I vaguely I know what's going on. You say, can I just speak to you for a moment? And I said, sure, what is it? And we went to the wardrobe trailer, and I swear to God, there were the ugliest pair of stretch pants I'd yeah, ever seen in my life. Mustard color. Mustard colored stretch pants, Correct. which looked a little bit like a table mat at a bad barbecue. Right? They were so bad, and I thought, can I do this with my performance and not with these pants? Because I thought, well, Meredith would make sure she was nicely, you know, yes. at least, you know, they were nicely dressed. There were so many aspects of She was also in a nice place. Yeah. When we reveal her at the end, she wasn't begging for change by the subway. <laughs> she was actually at a lovely home yes. with many nurses, none of whom would have let her walk out of the door with those <laughs> with pants those on. Pants. Yeah. And I just have to say, in discovering those pants, a tiny friendship was born. Yes, we were. I grew to love the fact yes. that Kate was able to point out a really bad <laughs> pair of pants and that I was actually able to do something as a producer that was vaguely effective. Janelle Harden at Junit718, who I think actually does tweet a lot and is great, says, how does the approach from Sally Langston playing Sally Langston different from Ellis Gray? Well, the biggest revelation for me playing Ellis Gray. I had I had been on a lot of television shows, but I'd never had the experience on being such a part of a television show that was so highly regarded and so highly watched. And so that was an extraordinary thing. And what was so ironic to me is that it felt like breathing to me playing Alice Gray. I mean, it was just, the writing was extraordinary. And it was so interesting to play a woman who was so brilliant who had been felled by this terrible disease of early onset Alzheimer's and so the things that that you know I'd literally show up to work and I mean it was just seamless experience but I have to tell you 
that with this show with Sally Langston, Sally Langston, because it's all about a vice president. You see, this is the thing about actors. Actors always say, okay, this show is about the vice president of the United and States. That's the show you're in. Exactly. Who is very religious and everybody else is around her. Yeah, no, actors, <laughs> actors. Um, but uh, I have to say that with Sally, it was a different experience, but we kind of hit that fantastic tipping point, I think, this season, mm -hmm. where all the characters, as we did with Grace, yep. with all the characters, with all the brilliant writing, and all the, you know, the wonderful acting, everybody is like, it just is, we're cooking. And yep. that is the most thrilling thing for me, and the fact that I've gotten to experience this now twice. But they're really different characters, but very, very smart. And what? who doesn't love to play smart, strong, flawed women? Right. Come on. The flaws are part of the fun. The flaws too, are all right? of the fun. I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't be like to be Little Mary perfect. Sunshine. Come That's on. so boring. boring. And I played that part for a long time. Did you As really? a young actress, I was all the little cutie pie girls, you know, classic, <laughs> round face, you know, sweet little girls, you know, all those girls. Theater, you know, lots of theater. Uh, always on TV shows, I was like the sweet friend. But now what happened was is when I started to play these kind of tough-as-nails yeah. gals, so much so much more exciting. Oh, there's so much more to do. Really? And I mean, I remember when you came into, when we met you on Grace, Grace. it was like, I remember that it was day. not even a question. I mean, the only issue, honestly, to the listening public is you were too young. Right. I mean, you were like definitely too young. And it's a testament to your acting oh, that honestly, because, you know, you look, you look at you and it, I keep thinking, I remember looking at you going, wow. You transformed yourself just physically in terms of the pants, not the pants, not the you guys. Pa without the pants. Without the pants. Without she, the pants. she went into actually her amazing ability as an actor, and you didn't play the age, you played the wear and tear. But, you know, it's that also that imagination thing. You know that imagination thing? I hear you guys do that sometimes. We have imaginations, and so does the viewing public. And the truth of it is that you just believe that Ellis is Meredith's mom. I mean, and you just do. And I did, and Ellen is always my child. And by the way, I have so many famous children. Sometimes I drive down <laughs> Sunset Boulevard. It's hysterical. And I literally have one child, you know, Ellen Pompeo, James Franco, Leah Michelle, Jonathan Groff. It's like a joke. I you have so many you've, famous you've, you've fake children. You've given birth to so many fake children. So many famous fake children. That it's kind of astonishing. David Schwimmer. Please, David were, Kromholtz, it's endless. Hold on, what, when were you David Schwimmer's mother? Oh, I was David Schwimmer and David Kromholtz's mother in a short-lived half-hour comedy for Fox Television called Monty, starring Henry Winkler. Okay. And it was a very short-lived but fun show uh -huh. where Henry played like a Rush Limbaugh talk show host oh and I was his liberal wife, Fran. Fran! And we had two children, David Schwimmer and David Kromholtz. And those that, those were our children. Fran. It, Fran. I'm so excited you yeah, played Fran. I did. I played Fran. That's so awesome. <laughs> See, and one of the great things for us is that we, um, when we love somebody, as we've talked about a lot on this podcast, we constantly continue to try to bring them back. And we sort of have a so repertory cool. company. It's yeah, like you do. Perry. You really do. But a lot of Sally Langston, there wasn't even a question. I just remember it was like the whole kind of idea of Sally Langston came up and Shonda was like, what's Kate doing? Kate available? What's going with Kate? Is Kate around? Is Kate around? And thank goodness you were because it's, it's just so sort of, it, it gives the writing so many places to go because you so fill the character. Yeah. And it was immediately Shonda could hit the ground running because she knew, yeah. she pictured you so fully. Lori Davis at 74 Blessed, she wants to know, will you make another run for president? I have no idea. 
I think, I, I think by the way, you'd be a very impressive president. <laughs> no, but I have to say, what was really a hoot was in those first seven episodes that we did when we were doing the campaign stuff and I had all the T-shirts and the posters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was a trippy experience. Was that trippy? It was incredible. I there you say. were, running for president. I know. It was a hoot. Yeah, but that was great. And I don't know, perhaps, who knows what the future will hold? We will see. There you go. And another question, which is, and I think this has actually been answered in the show, and you can talk a little bit about one of my favorite characters who's not on screen. Do you have any children? I just found out that I have many children. <laughs> I thought that I had only a daughter. I'm just going to say, because I love me, my Cassidy. <laughs> oh, well, my C- little poor, daughter. Poor Cassidy. She is a hoot. Cassie, Cassie and, seems to get and in. And I talked about her in the very first episode scene yeah. that I had with yeah. the president. My Cassidy. Cassidy, Cassidy seems to be sort Cassidy of Cassidy Langston. Yeah, she she seems on. to have a couple of secrets. We're here. We're, we're, you'll know. You'll get to know more about my my daughter Cassidy and my sons. I I have four sons. It's always nice. When well, you it was come hilarious to when we did the photo the other you're day. Like exactly right. <laughs> and I was like, I assumed it would be me and my husband and Cassidy, and suddenly there were four boys there, and I went, "Who are these children?" They're like your sons. I'm like, really? And they're funny kids. Oh my god, they're hysterical. So what's great sometimes on this show is, as you guys know, when you watch the show, there are these what we call photo bursts, which are those click, 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 clicks of all the photos, which help establish story and let us tell the story faster. And sometimes. Actors have said, you know, I found out so much about my character by the photo I was taking. I had no idea. Who knew? That this, that, or the other thing. But there you go. It turns out you have quite a a beefy brood. I do. I've had a lot of children, which is sort of wonderful because it says so much about Sally Langston. (laughs) It totally, it totally, totally does. Yes. (laughs) Julia uh, at Julia on TV doesn't have a question. She just wanted to say that you are not the presidency between you and Cyrus was a master class in acting. Thank you to her. Right, see? Um, because I, that was a tough scene. We had a, we had a real, it was a real challenge, that scene. That was a hard one. I don't know what it was. Mostly I was a little bit obsessed with the jacket I was wearing and that I could see, you know, my, my I could see like my little line from my skirt with my, you know, this is what girls do. This is what they, we do. We do, we look at we a little poochie We change pants and we look at poochie bits. And we have to find spanks. We do. At all. At spanks, all times. like full body. Like. Before we started this podcast, we just had a very honest and frank conversation about ill-fitting trousers. I'm just going to tell you guys, it is something that we think about a lot. We do. Us girls, we care a lot about what we look like. And it's been interesting for me playing Madame Langston because the first time I put her outfits on, I was like, holy moly, because it was sort of like this combination of Diane Feinstein and Nancy Pelosi. It totally is, actually. With the bra- brain of Michelle Bachman. So, you know, so I just said, wow, I'm like a composite whole. You are. Whole. You are. It was incredible. You, that's that beautifully, beautifully put. Scandalics Anonymous at Scandal Owns Me. I heard you and Tony Goldwyn worked together in the past. What did you do together? Tony Goldwyn and I met uh, in 1980. One at the Williamstown Theater Festival in the Greeks, which is ten Greek plays done over two nights. You Tony, guys all probably have seen the Greeks. You've never times. seen the Greeks. The hit television show, The Greeks. Yeah, the, <laughs> Tony was a soldier, and I was in the chorus, and that was the first time we met. He was in school. We were both in school, and we have since worked in two plays together, and another TV show, and then we did a movie together for Showtime. And I believe he's directed me once. He is amazing. He did because he directed episode three for us. Right. Which was called Damage Control. Right. Strangely enough, the original title of Scandal. 
So when you guys asked me about the vice presidency, I said, who's the president? And I heard it was Mr. Tony Goldwyn. I went, oh, yes, <laughs> that will be that will be fine. That's and you're fine not playing his wife. Uh, correct. Because very often you, I believe I have, you play wives. I have played his wife yes. twice, three times. So we're yeah. changing it up this time. I love it. Last question, which is Latrail Courtney at Trail Court 3H. Is Sally the mole? I have no idea. And if I did, I wouldn't tell you. Spoken <laughs> like a true politician, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Also somebody deeply entrenched in the world of Shondaland who knows that in the middle of the night, three we people would knock on your door. <laughs> and told me off to Charlie show. will show up with a, with a lollipop <laughs> in his mouth, and that will be the end of it. <laughs> I'll never get into an elevator exactly. again. Exactly. Um, thank you so much for doing this. You're welcome. It's just any excuse I can actually to hang out with you <laughs> and spend some time with you is such a pleasure. And You're welcome. remember, you guys, that we will be back with a new episode of Scandal on Thursday, April 25th. That's at 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock Central. The episode is called 752. And all I can tell you is we left you on an amazing cliffhanger last time where we don't know what really happened to Huck. There's a lot of mystery surrounding Jake and Olivia. Many different things sort of hanging in the balance. This episode, you cannot miss this episode. It is incredible. It is really intense. It's amazingly emotional. You've honestly never seen us do anything like this. So please, please, please tune in. Also, you're going to want to watch uh, Grey's Anatomy at 9 o'clock before that, because also an amazing episode of Grey's Anatomy that night. Things are really coming to a crazy head over at, at the hospital, as we all know. There have been, been some changes. The yes. name's changed. And yes, I know. There's some me. things are heating up. It's, it's, getting, it's getting good. As you guys all know, as we move towards the end of the season. We always get crazy. We always get crazy. <laughs> I think technically Ellis did get crazy a couple <laughs> yes, of times right I, near the end yes, of the I season. Yes, I was quite crazy. Speaking of 7.52, Thursday, April 25th, you probably have already bought your wine and your popcorn, so you're all ready to sit down and watch the episode. You might want to check in the live chat Q&A. It's going to be at 1 p.m. that specific time and, you know, do all the math for the other times because I can't add, subtract, <laughs> or tweet. On abc.com, you can also find it on thr.com. That's the Hollywood Reporter. And also... Don't forget about live tweeting. I mean, there's so many ways to communicate with us that my mind is popping off my skull. <laughs> that the live tweeting at hashtag AskScandal. And you can always find us there. Well, you can find everyone there. And I'll be reading along because I love to read the live tweets quietly from the protection and safety of the, the tiny room they like to put me <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> um, thank you, guys. This is Betsy Beers. I'm the executive producer of Scandal. This is Scandal Revealed. Take care, and I'll talk to you next week.